Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Mindset Monday. And it's great to see your smiling faces here. And hopefully you are starting your week out full of high energy and inspiration. And if you need a little pump this morning, that's what I'm here to do, to give you a little pump up and and hopefully launch your week into a highly productive and powerful week. My name is Susan Johnson Cronin. And uh, so every Monday, we start out with a Mindset Monday. And I've been out for a couple of weeks. Jesse had a guest host last week and then the artist stepped in. And so Theodis and I will oftentimes switch back and forth on this Mindset Monday. And uh, so, you know, Lisa, as you know, I oftentimes try, try to find something that's, you know, inspired me through my own week, you know, as an, as an agent broker. And, and uh, hopefully I can touch on some of your lives and maybe something you've all been going through to, to really, you know, empower you and, you know, push you to continue to move that, uh, that level of your business and your personal life up you know, another notch. So anyway, today's topic is really about emotions. It's about emotions because we all have them. You know, we all like to think to, to stay as calm and in control as, especially if you're on this call, if you're like me and very DI behavioral style, you'd like to be in control. And yet, hey, life happens sometimes and, and we get these emotions. And this purpose of this call is really about taking control of the most important and most powerful part in your life, which is your emotions. Do any of you, and I know you're all on mute and everything, you can feel free to come off mute at any time. Um, but do any of you uh, follow uh, Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins at all? You couple here and there. Okay. Well, anyway, Anthony and Angie, some of this is from his teachings, of course, but uh, the reason I lead with that is because before you do anything, he always gets us in something called your state. Have you heard about your state? It's your emotional state of mind, because depending upon what state you're in, which is powered by your emotions, of course, um, is going to also um, in influence the result and the outcome of whatever you're experiencing. Okay, so that being said, think about a moment, you know, frustration, anger, resentment, depression. I know this is mindset money to lift you up, right? Why am I going there? Well, it's important to pay attention to these emotions when they arise, because they will at some point. Um, and then really dig a little deeper. So compare these with joy, passion, contentment, excitement. You see the difference and you're, you're in a joyful and a passion and you're content and you're excited and you're, you know, you, you're in this drive mode that really gets you into momentum. So what I want you to understand here in this power huddle today is what we do is not always based on our ability, our talent or our skills. We can have a lot of that. And yet, remember, if that mindset and that state is not in a good order, it is not right you may not get the same result and outcome. So pay attention as we move forward. Um, you know, we tend to sometimes react to our environment and, you know, the, our, our emotions can be like this ocean. They're, they, they're, they have these waves that are going up and down. And then sometimes it can be just as calm as, you know, I don't know if you were on the ocean mat this weekend, you're talking about your sailing or on a lake or wherever you were, but it can be nice and calm waters. And those are your emotions. But uh, 
what the emotions are actually doing, and this is why I want to bring a focus on this today, is that they're actually signals. Your emotions are signals calling you to an action. So don't sweep them under the rug. Don't set them aside and ignore them. Because unfortunately, when you do that, it will show up in other areas of your life. Would you all agree with that? Have you experienced with that? So I want to go through some of these emotions here. And even though it's going to sound like I'm going to take it down a little bit, I definitely will raise you back up again through this through this episode. But I want you to really uh, look at this very closely. So where do the emotions come from? You know, positive, negative, neutral, whatever. These are really about what meanings we've attached to something. Okay. It's really about the meanings we attach to something. You know, you may have said something to somebody else that hurt them and you have no clue that you did that. You know, you have no idea that whatever you said may have hurt somebody else, which is, you know, sad. You don't intend to do that, but it's the meaning, whatever you said to them that they attach to it. Okay. That they attach to it. Um, I'll, the example of that I'll, I'll share, there was an agent, this is many years ago, but uh, she was going into a leadership forum with one of the big, um, you know, there's WCR, NARREP, there's other, you know, areas. And anyway, she was going into a leadership role and uh, not that you have to do a lot of production. And yet, you know, when you're in a leadership role, it's nice when you have, right? Because if you're going to lead others, it usually is from experience, not just something you've read and, and you're doing, you know. And I said to her, I said, you know, because I was really helping her. She was in my brokerage. I was helping her grow her business so that she could close more transactions for her and her family. It was fabulous. She was doing all the leader, you know, leadership and getting involved. And yet her business was very suffering. And what I said to her was, I said, hey, honey, and I said her name, I said, you know, you when you're leading, you want to be valid. Okay, you want to be valid. And what I meant by that is let me help you grow your business. So as you're leading, you're talking about real stories, real things you've gone, you know, because she wasn't really closing deals. And yet she was taking on the leadership role and not doing her agent business. Does that make sense? I don't want to get too much on that. That um, that. Um, what is that called? The rabbit hole. But the reason I bring that up is she was extremely hurt by that. And I took her again after I realized I didn't ever intend to hurt her. You see, I was trying to come from a place of let's work on your business because your business, you know, funds your life, feeds your family. And then with that, you're going to find the confidence as you go up, as you lead, you're going to have more and more confidence to lead others and to have a much more empowering experience. That was where I was coming from. That's not the meaning she attached to it. You see the difference there. So in any case, um, that's really where your emotions, you got to really think about what meaning are you attaching to it? Because you're the only one that are in control of how you feel. Nothing really controls you, right? It's the meanings you attach to things. So let's take, for example, hope versus certainty. Hope, which we all love that. You know, I, I've even said, I, gosh, I love, you know, you, you got to have hope, right? Got to have hope got to have hope. We're kind of ingrained with hope, hope, hope. And yet look what happens with hope. I want you to really think about getting rid of hope and changing it to certainty. If you were to close your eyes and think about this for a minute and you were to think, oh my gosh, you know, 
I hope this happens. I, I really hope this happens. One of two possibilities is going to come up in your mind. You close your eyes and really think, I really hope X happens. You're either going to see yourself having it happen or not having it happen. You're going to vision both. If you're just hoping, you're going to vision both. It happening and not happening. What I want to propose to you on this, on the hope versus certainty, is that you actually go into it feeling absolutely certain this is going to happen. We've talked about this in some of the other agent power huddles. Close your eyes now and change that hope to certainty. You now are certain this is going to happen. You step into seeing yourself in the positive result and the outcome you're expecting. You're expecting it to happen. You may not have all the steps to get there yet. You see yourself and you see the end result in sight. Many, many athletes, you know, will envision their success, envision themselves winning. And many top producers, agents, business people, they do this all the time. They envision the success. They envision the outcome. By the way, when you're scripting and you're going through, if, if you do that and you uh, role play, you know, you always want to role play with positive outcome. Have you been taught that already? I'm sure you have on one of these. You know, you don't want to role play and have, you know, you, you want them to be challenging and, and overcome objections. And yet at the end, you always get the appointment. You never role play with walking away. <laughs> okay. You always certainty with certainty and absolute that your success and your outcome is of certainty. Does you see the, the varying difference there? So what I'm going to get into here is there's actually 10 action signals. And although you're going to be very aware of them as I get into them, I'm putting the flashlight on there or the spotlight on these today so that when, because they do show up in all of our lives, whether we like to think so or not, if you, if they, if you say this never shows up in my life, there's a chance in your, is that it, you, maybe you're sweeping under the rug and you're trying to ignore it. Because at some point in some time, especially if you're challenging, right, your growth, right, Kelly, you're challenging yourself to push yourself. Something in here is going to rear itself to you. So these 10 action signals, you know, are something I want you to pay attention to. The first one is being uncomfortable. When you're in growth, you're going to get uncomfortable, right? Say yes. You know, I know you're on mute, but say yes, a thumbs up. You are going to be uncomfortable because that that happens. So what do you do there? If you're experiencing that emotion of being uncomfortable, it's very common to go, ooh, I don't like this. Doesn't feel good to me. And uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and go back to the way I've been doing things instead of moving forward into taking action. Right. So change your state of mind when you feel that uncomfortable shift. If you're feeling uncomfortable, say, oh my gosh, what do I really want here? And then take the action in that direction. You will, I'm not saying the uncomfortableness will go away, but as you start doing the action steps, right? I see Kelly laughing. I see Matt taking hopefully copious notes on here. I do see Lisa smile. So I love you guys. Um, so you see where I'm going with that. You know, being uncomfortable is growth. So don't shy away from it. Just take the action step to move you through it. The next action is being fearful. Being fearful. Okay. What that action is actually the message that it's sending to you is get prepared. 
Okay, you're you're in fear of something. Get prepared because get, you get ready to do something. Once again, you can go the other direction. Oh my God, I'm I'm afraid. I'm going to shy away. It's 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 scary to me. I don't want to. And yet, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Right? Get prepared. You're afraid. Okay, so where are we all? So are we all? It doesn't matter what level you are at in your business, in in your personal life. Anytime you try to grow, in some sense, it's fear because it, you're changing. You're changing. But you can get excited in the sense that okay, I'm afraid of this, but I'm getting prepared. My 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 emotional state is preparing myself to do something. The third emotion is hurt, and I touched on this a little bit earlier. Now. So again, remember I talked about validity. A lot of what I share with you, I've either learned as an agent, I've learned as a broker, I've learned as a team lead, <laughs> you know, so either for myself or maybe how I was working with somebody else. And it was a it was a leader lesson, leadership lesson. Okay. And expectations not being met. And you have a feeling of loss. That's really what hurt is. There's an expectation somewhere that is that you have on somebody else, typically. Okay, that's not being met, and you feel that loss. Okay, you can't really change that other person, but you can change what you. You can change your behavior, and you can change your way of communicating to that other person. Are y'all with me? Give me a little thumbs up. I'm not talking too fast. I know I only have thirty minutes, so I tend to start to shoot things out. You know what I'm saying? Um, But let's talk about this. So. All right. Um, in building teams, for example, uh, you've heard of the DISC behavioral. You guys heard of the DISC behavioral assessment. If you have not, you sh- okay. If you have not heard of that, I highly, 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 highly recommend you take one on yourself so you understand your own. You, men- you heard me mention earlier, for example, I'm a 99D, 99I. That if you've taken a disc, you'll know what that means, you know, in terms of the driver, in terms of uh, how, how I move through my life. There's different behavioral styles and expectation not being met. So as a team lead, when I bring on a buyer specialist, for example, and I give them the disc because I've had this happen multiple times. It is my own fault. My own fault. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Yeah. Everything rises and falls on leadership. So here's the thing. I've had buyer's agents come to me and they're like, I really want to be on your team. I really want to do, you know, be a buyer's agent. I show them everything. I let them know what the expectations are. I've got the full plan, standards and expectations, everything. I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I even give them the disc and I have a 99I and yet their D is really low. Okay. Really low. Um, they might have, you know, their C and their S in there, but I'm not going to get in a whole disc class for you here, although I could. Um, the difference is here. If you know anything about the disc, a high I, you know, they they love people. They love, you know, they love to be acknowledged. They love the, you know, they love the interaction. They're very much connectors. They're very social. But their number one fear is being rejected, which makes it very difficult for somebody with a very high I and a really low D to ask for an appointment, doesn't it? So I brought people on my team where they're making their calls, but they're on the phone going on and on and on, building a rapport. And then the call ends with them saying something along the lines, I'll send you something. And I'm like, ah, 
you had, you know, ask for the appointment. You see the difference? My expectation of them, and yet they weren't in the right seat on the bus. So as a leader, you need to make sure you're putting the right people in the right seat on the bus or, you know, because they're going to perform to wherever their natural behavioral style is. And if we're setting an expectation for them that is not being met over and over again, because it's either very uncomfortable for them because it's just not who they are. All right. So I'm getting a long time into this one, but the hurt oftentimes can be, you know, what can we do? Well, we can change our behavior and the way we communicate our needs. Now, I'm not saying if somebody with a high eye couldn't be successful in, in real estate, they absolutely can. They're willing and determined enough to take the actions that are necessary to learn their skill, to ask those, you know, to, to overcome a lot of that. And we can coach through all that. So without getting too long in that, do you get my message on the hurt part? We can't control other people. I, I learned about the one agent uh, when I, I was to letting her know about being valid. You know, once we re-met again, of course, it changed and shifted everything. I understand how she was feeling, let her know where I was coming from. And when we did that, of course, we mended and, and I helped her move forward from there. But it was really important for me to look at, not just say, oh, my gosh, she has no reason to be hurt by what I said. You know, I had to understand where she was coming from. And as a leader, how I could change that to help her, okay? So pay attention to those hurt feelings. Hurt ties into the next emotion, with it, which is anger. Oh my, anger. Isn't this a wonderful agent power huddle, motivational Monday? Hopefully it is because again, tuning into this is gonna change your world. When you're angry, an important rule has been violated. You simply have to let the person know your standard and it may not be the same as yours, then you just have to turn around and ask them for your help. Look, we're a team. How, we, how are we as a team going to get where we want to go? If you're angry at somebody, if, you're just, if, it's a, if it's a family member, you need to let them know, hey, you know, I love you and I'm here to support you. How together can I help you? How can you help me communicate better to you what the expectations and standards are? Right? Don't assume people aren't listening, by the way. Don't assume that. Ask more questions and how you can help them to understand, how you can help them to whatever you're angry about that you need to communicate. And sometimes it's back to how you communicate it. Maybe it's misunderstanding. You can find that out and that resolves it. What about number five when we're frustrated? Okay, it happens, right? It happens. Well, you know, maybe you haven't taken the action steps you need to because you're trying to skip things. That happens to me a lot. Okay. I'm being very authentic with you because I can get frustrated real easy on certain things because again, going back to my behavioral style, a lot of this drives back to who you are. So knowing who you are and your behavioral style will help you navigate a lot of this. But when you're frustrated, if you're somebody like myself, I want that end result, you know, and oftentimes somebody like with a high CS behavioral style that really pays attention to all the details may look at me and say, and this is where a team well-structured and has all the different behavioral styles can identify and say, hey, team lead, it's okay. You, you just want the end result, but you need to make sure you pay attention to the details to get there because you're frustrated because you're not acting on the details required. Ooh, there's a wake up call. Okay. The other thing that happens with frustration though is, you know, okay, so let's just say this. There's not just one way of succeeding at something, guys. 
So if you're doing something and you're, you keep beating your head up against the wall, maybe it's not natural for you. Maybe it's just not happening. And you're getting so frustrated. You're like, you know, the hell with this. <laughs> and there's got to be a better way. You start doing what you need to ask questions. This is where mastermind groups come in so powerfully because you could throw that out there and you will get five or 10 different ways that you can look at something and approach it differently. And you know what? That may be your answer to bust through that frustration right then and there. So don't just get frustrated and give up. Look at that emotion. If that's happening to you, pay attention. Number six is getting disappointment. Well, you know, your expectation, once again, may not be appropriate. That goes back to the exterior standards. If you're consistently being disappointed, like I said, if, if I'm disappointed that an agent hasn't set the appointment over and over and over again, well, you know what? The expectations may not, it may, but may not be appropriate for that situation. So we either need to train skills or, you know, maybe there's another seat on the bus that that person's going to be much more happy and is going to perform at a much higher level because they're in their zone. They're in their joy. I'm not, you know, beating them to do something that they just absolutely hate. Okay. Shifting this into number seven is guilt or regret. Guilt or regret is when you violate one of your own standards. This is something to self-discover. You're feeling guilty of something. You regret something. You know, you violated. You violated one of your own standards. What was it that you did? And we all make mistakes. And we, you know, again, we all do it at some point, sometime. We feel guilty. Dang, you know, I don't want to do that. And why did I do that? And you start beating yourself up. Well, beating yourself up, guys, over and over and over again is not the solution. It's just not, you, you know, that's, you need to learn how to self-forgive. You need to, and, but here's the, here's the ultimate point of this. You must, this is a capital must ensure that you just don't violate that again. It's a lesson learned and you need to forgive yourself, forgive others. If there was involved, communicate. It's the only way to bust through that. Otherwise it's going to hinder some other area. If you sweep that under the rug and you don't pay attention, it'll hinder you. So that emotion needs to be paid attention to, and you need to understand what standard of your own did you just violate that you're feeling this emotion? What about we, number eight, when we feel inadequate? Everybody feels inadequate at some times because if you're in growth, you're doing something maybe new and different. You may feel inadequate. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't think I can do this. Well, you need to either do one of two things, improve on what you're doing, improve your skill set, get better, master, master, whatever it is, become a master of it. Master your skills, because with that mastery and that repetition comes certainty. See how all this ties together comes growth, comes, you know, um, confidence. Or you may realize my gosh, I set this goal way up here. And it's great to aim high, folks. And yet, if you aim so high that it's just so outrageous, you always feeling, you're getting this feeling of inadequate and you're not really looking at each milestone of the growth that you're going through to celebrate. So maybe do what? Set it just a little bit. I'm not saying lower your standards by any shape or form, but yes, thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Step by step, measure that first one and keep that laser focus on that first one. Because when you achieve that, now you're feeling adequate on that level. Set that next one, that next rung on the ladder. Okay, bam, now I'm feeling adequate in that level. 
and you see that masterminds again, what's everybody else doing? Okay. Ooh, I, I mastered that. I did it. Yay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the inadequacy, uh, that's how you need to conquer that. It's how you need to conquer that. Overload, overwhelm. Okay, overwhelm. My, my coach will also say overwhelm means we're growing. And I love that. That's very true. And yet over, I know, right? It can, it can mean that, you know, overload, overwhelm means, hey, you're, you're in growth. So there's a positive side of that overwhelm. Yeah, you know, when you're in it, it can suck. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just being real with you. So you need to prioritize. It's the same thing we just talked about. List the things that you really want to accomplish in order. Pay attention to the emotion because overwhelm can paralyze you. So don't sweep it under the rug. It's the emotion that is what causing you and sending you a message to take action. Get the list. We just talked about that rung step by step. Take massive action on it. All right. Number 10 is lonely. Okay, number 10. And, and here's the thing about lonely. Um, again, if you're one of those 99 eyes like myself, now, maybe you're my, my son, high CS. He's a really high CS baby. He could, he he likes being around people, but you know, he could be in his home office all day and working and being a happy little camp, you know, happy as can be and, and getting production and he's all good. Somebody like me, I love these Zoom calls, but I need people. Okay, I do need to be interacting with people. And, you know, you can have a lot of friends and, you know, and you go on Facebook, Facebook's great for that. Again, you need to get out there. I encourage you to, you know, again, get involved with your community, get, you know, hang out with your friends. Don't just see them on a Zoom call. Don't just, you know, go out and just go actually have lunch together. Go connect with people. Um, this Wednesday night, I'm going to the Women's Council of Realtors. They have a mixer. Go and get involved. The connection with people is going to raise your spirits if you are having any of these kind of emotions it will tackle that and help them subside. Lonely, all right? You can be around a lot of people and be lonely. Okay, so let's say you go to one of these events and you still feel lonely. What's the best thing you can do? Talk to people, okay, and, and do what? Don't just talk about yourself. Ask, ask them more questions. Kim, Kelly, come, come off get mute if you want to. This is, uh, you know, I love when you guys come off mute anytime. Um, I used to be a really shy little girl and I would find someone that looked lonelier than me and helping them feel better actually was like the best thing I could. I became a, I was, I was very shy. I clearly don't struggle with that anymore, but finding someone that was more shy and more uncomfortable than myself helped me because I was helping them. And then it just was great. I love it. Great advice, Kelly. And you know, I've shared something years ago when, I'm at my, when I was 21 and went to this bar and I felt so self-conscious. Everybody's looking at you. You think, you know what I mean? Everybody's looking at you. And I remember sitting at this bar table and it was one of those bars people write on the tables. And, and there was a, a quote that says, it says, quit thinking it's so much about every, what everybody's thinking of you because they're too worried about what you're thinking of them. <laughs> and it was, it made me laugh because at that moment I was like in this bar and 21 and it was new to me and I felt very self-conscious like god do I look cute enough and you know all that kind of stuff going on it's so true though and it doesn't even matter what age you are you go into a new setting go to it you know and you feel like okay I don't know anybody here well start you know yeah Kelly that's great you know if you see somebody else that's not you know mingling or whatever go up and, and just start asking them questions about them they'll start talking and then you'll start, you know, it, it's nice. So those are some of the things that you can do. So now that you're aware of all these signals, like I said, if you start experiencing them, gosh, this time flies in this power huddle. If you start experiencing them, 
you know, don't just sweep them under the rug. It's a message being sent to you. There's, if you're experiencing any one of these at any time, it's sending you a message, sending you a message. So we just went through all these messages and there's some ways, you know, and I'll, I'll roll through these ones pretty quick because it's pretty easy. Um, you know, six steps to mastering these emotions is to first identify it, you know, identify and just appreciate the messages sending you. If you're feeling lonely, it's a, just appreciate the message that you need to start connecting with people and just take action. These are action steps, right? Number two, it, you know, it, to master these emotions, we'll clarify what, what's the emotion really trying to tell me. If you're feeling hurt, why are you so hurt? What happened? Where's the communication break with whomever hurt you or, you know, what, what happened? Clarify that. All right. Um, number three is get, get curious and ask your, your, yourself some questions. Well, gosh, you know, how do I really feel? And what am I willing to do to make it the way I want it? What can I learn from it? Like I said, when I when I when I hurt that other person, I never intended to do. What can I do? I can learn that as a leader. I need to approach that a little bit more delicately with this particular agent and let her know where I'm coming from. It's just a sense of caring, not hurt by any means and not insulting by, say, becoming valid. It was to enhance her growth and to lead her, not to say, hey, you need to become valid and walk away. No, you didn't do that. You helped them. You walked them through the steps they need to do to help them become valid, right? You know, get, get confidence. Recall a time, just like we talked about, I just recalled that time when I was sitting in that bar and I was so, you know, insulting self-conscious, you know, and read that quote, recall a time that you overcame that because that gives you that confidence in any, in any area of these emotions, get certain. We mentioned that before, see yourself in the end result, get certain and absolutely, you know, absolutely certain, not hope, absolutely certain of your outcomes you're looking for. Get excited to take the action. Get excited. Say, you know what? I've identified this and you know what? I'm moving out of this area. I'm not staying in that. Remember I told you in the beginning, I said, I'm going to take you through these emotions and they're not really good emotions. We're not staying there. We don't live there. We acknowledge it. And then we grow and we see what message is that trying to send me? Because there's something I got to do right now, which is to take action and shift my mindset and do something to get out of that. So put yourself in that positive emotional state. You can do that many ways like we did, we've just gone through. You can do that through, you know, love and warmth, appreciation and gratitude will also help you there. Being curious, get, you know, excited and, and draw back to what your passion is again, work through that confidence. So transform those emotions by taking these action steps and paying attention to the message these emotions are sending you as you navigate through your week to a positive and powerful and productive week. And I hope this was a great agent power huddle, everybody. Always wonderful seeing you all. And remember, you can listen to this on podcast. So it'll be usually it's up and within about 48 hours, they have it up. You can listen to it again or any other the agent power huddles that we have. We have a whole library. Now we've been doing this for about a year and a half and we bring on such amazing, talented agents and brokers onto this show. So um, we're a broker agnostic. Any broker, doesn't matter who you're with. We welcome you to continue your personal and professional growth. Have a great week, everybody. I'm Susan Johnson Cronin. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info.
produced by the Asian Collective Media Network.